This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morrison. This week, the Bobcast returns with our first senior salute. Each week this spring, we will be honoring the seniors of a Bates team that did not get to finish its season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This week, we chat with three seniors from the women's swimming and diving team, plus an interview with head coach Peter Casares. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The Bates Swimming and Diving Program qualified a record 11 women for the 2020 NCAA Championships, with first-year Nathan Berry qualifying from the men's team as well. But the COVID-19 pandemic caused the NCAA to cancel nationals the week before the Bobcats were scheduled to head to Greensboro, North Carolina. Of the 12 Bates student-athletes supposed to compete at NCAAs, three were seniors, Emmy Daigle, Yannicka Ho, and team co-captain Hannah Johnson. With Bates students at home and in the second week of remote learning, all three seniors joined the Bobcast on the phone to look back at their times swimming for baits. You've been to NCAAs before, all three you have, but obviously this is unprecedented. So, Emmy, how have you kind of been handling things, you know, since the announcement came down a few weeks ago? You know, it was pretty surprising, I think, um, when we first heard that it was getting canceled just because it was so up in the air up until that point, and we kind of continued to train, and it was an, a day-by-day thing where we were really waiting sort of to see whether or not it would be canceled, but just planning on going up until the moment that we heard. So we were actually on the pool deck um, when I got a text message that they canceled March Madness and that um, sort of meant that all NCAA events after that were going to be canceled. So it was sort of just kind of a shock, I think, to everyone. Um, I think something for me that was really important was just feeling like I closed out the season in a way that made me happy and sort of feeling like I did everything I wanted to um, with my team. So I just felt it was really important to me to sort of get closure with that. And I um, wanted to try and get a relay together to sort of swim one last relay and one last swim before we left, just because um, although we had such an amazing season and we got to finish our regular season, which was super lucky, um, I don't think any of us realized in that moment, even though it was so special that that might've been our last championship race ever. So I just felt it was really important. It would be really exciting to sort of get the group together and do a relay, which we did at the end, which was really special. We swam on Saturday um, in Tarbell, put some race suits on and uh, did a 400 medley relay for sort of like one last go at going fast in the pool, which was really special. Oh, great. Who was part of that relay then? Um, It was myself, and Yannicka, uh, Gabby Smart, and Caroline Apathy, we swam our 400 medley relay that we would have swam in nationals. Yannicka, you know, what was that like for you to have that the, the kind of one final relay? I was probably probably a little surreal, I suppose, because you're expecting to do it down in North Carolina, but this in this case it was at Tarbell. Yeah, I mean it was definitely a different experience, but for me it was also really important to be on that relay because. Sort of throughout my Bates career, relays have always been the most important and most exciting aspect of swimming for me, just because, like, you're swimming then for your team and for other people, and I feel like the atmosphere that it creates is always, like, so much more exciting than an individual race. And so I was really happy when Emmy decided to, like, sort of put together this relay. And, um, yeah, like, as she said, like, 
the last race that I swam at NISCAC was a relay. It was the 400 free relay. Um, and that was really special, but I also didn't know that that was going to be my last race ever. And so sort of swimming and having the knowledge that, like, this is just one last chance to, like, have fun with your team was really nice. And a lot of people from the team um, who weren't on the NCAA team also came to, like, support us and to cheer on in Tarbell. So I think that that atmosphere was really nice to have, like, one last time. And then Hannah is one of the captains. I mean, how did you kind of approach things once you learned that, you know, the trip wasn't happening in terms of, you know, I, I know talking, you know, Coach Casares or whatnot, what to do kind of at this point? Yeah, I mean, like uh, Emmy was saying, there was so much anxiety, like, leading up to the cancellation. Um, and then once it was finally canceled, or the meet was canceled, um, I thought it was important to just acknowledge, like, how much hard work that we've done all season and that we should all be really proud of it and that even if we aren't going to NCAAs, we still earned our spots there and so that um, isn't taken away from us even that we didn't get the chance to swim. Um, so just telling the team that and I think everybody really understood that and that we were all like going through this together. Yeah, maybe a little bit happier topic, like kind of looking back at you know your time at bait swimming-wise, Emmy, we'll start with you in terms of is, are there a couple meets that kind of stand out that you'll always remember kind of going forward and kind of take us through them, what you look, what you look back fondly on perhaps? Um, I think the ones that stand out for me really came in the last couple of years. Um, maybe I'm just remembering them more because they were more recent, but especially I think NESCAC every year is super special, but we had a really good year last year and this year where last year, um, was the highest that we had placed in um, at least our time at base as seniors. I, be I believe our freshman year we were fifth, and then we were sixth, and then last year we were fourth, and we scored a ton of points, and it was really um, – it really felt like we were on our way back, and everybody was just swimming amazing, and we really followed through on that again this year um, at NESCAC where we had two people um, – winning NESCAC championship titles in their events. We had relays swimming super fast. We scored more points than we'd ever had before. Um, we had Gabby Smart win Rookie of the Year. We had um, Peter win Coach of the Year. So overall, it was just super, super special. And then to top that off, we had the most women ever, um, I believe 11, qualify for nationals. So that was just a super, super exciting um, way to end the season, even if we didn't realize that that was sort of when it was over. And even though we didn't have this meet, we did get an extra four weeks together for the group that was going to go. So it really was an extra month of the sport that we wouldn't have otherwise. Um, and then another meet that just stands out to me um, a lot was just Nationals last year because it was the first time I got to go, and it was just a really special um, group of people, and we – um, had some relays swim super well and I just can remember um, going to that meet and I one of the things I was really excited about this year too was um, going and swimming the medley relays just because like Yannick had said I think the relays are so special on this team and sort of doing it for um, people more than yourself so I think those are probably the meets that stand out to me most. One race that stands out to me in particular was my uh, sophomore year when I was at NCAAs and we swam the 400 free relay. Um, and it was sort of like the last relay that we swam. And it was the first time that we had 
that Bates had placed top eight in um, a relay at nationals, and so that was a really special one. Um, and I was the anchor for that relay, so I was swimming last, and I just remember being so nervous and so stressed because I kept seeing the times on the board of how fast everyone else had gone, and I was feeling the pressure a lot of, like, being the last leg of the relay, and I really didn't want to, like, lose it for everyone. Um, so I remember feeling really stressed about that, but also really excited to see how well we were doing and compared to, like, the rest of the teams. And um, so I would say that that race really stood out to me a lot um, in my memory of swimming and also just having the really exciting um, experience of being like one of the first uh, teams to be or the first like relay to be on the podium at nationals. And then Hannah, how about for you? Um, I think uh, NESCAC this year definitely um, it was one of the standout meets for me. Um, everyone performed so well and it was really incredible having the team together like that I think the women's team chemistry um was really really special this year and then in terms of races that stand out to me I think um I went I think the the races I did at NCAAs my freshman year um stand out to me because it was so exciting um being able to compete at nationals um and do a medley relay and then my individual uh, 200 backstroke um, are races I think I'll always remember. Certainly. And, you know, something that stands out to me for all three of you, you're all um, NESCAC winter, all academic selections in terms of success in the classroom. Uh, Yannicka, I know you're, you're, you're from Los Angeles, so how have you transitioned? You know, first of all, there's now a time difference, and now you're also doing remote learning. How has that been going so far through a couple of weeks? Um, it's been a challenging transition, I would say. Um, not so much. In, I think the teachers have been really supportive of this transition, and it's not so much in my, like, classes that it's really been so hard, but I'm currently trying to finish up my thesis, and I think that that has been more challenging in terms of not getting those face-to-face meetings with my advisors anymore and sort of having to figure out a lot of things on my own. And then, Hannah, I was wondering, um, how about for you in terms of that transition? I know you were talking, you had a meeting with your advisor yesterday. On, I, I assume everyone's using the, the Zoom technology, it seems like now, right? Yeah, I've been having <laughs> plenty of Zoom meetings with my advisor. Um, like Jonica said, it has been difficult um, not having those face-to-face meetings with your thesis advisor. Um, so I'm trying to wrap that up. And, um, yeah, learning at home is definitely much harder. I feel like my attention span isn't as great anymore like it would be at school. Um, but overall, the transition's um, been okay. It's definitely hard not being at Bates. Um, but I'm, I feel really lucky to be at home with my family right now. Before we go, I just want, you know, any final thoughts about what the Swimming and Diving Program has kind of meant to each of you? Um, Emmy, we'll start with you. I think the program has just been super amazing because I don't think I've ever had an experience in athletics where so many people were fully supportive of you. I think um, before coming to Bates, I mean, swimming is obviously physically super hard, but it's super mentally hard, too, and there's so much training involved and you really rely on the support of your teammates. And I don't think it really, um, it's weird. It feels like even though the training got harder in college, it was easier to do because there were so many more people around me who were doing it with me and were always positive um, about it. And 
everybody was super committed. I think that it's just really special to be able to train every day, often twice a day, and know that you're putting everything, um, you're doing everything that you can for your teammates and they're doing the same for you. Um, it just makes it a lot easier to do your best when you're doing it for other people. And I think that's a really incredible thing about this team that you don't find a lot of other places. How about you, Yannicka? It seems like just the other day you were, you were a first year. We were talking with you on, on this program, and now, you know, being a senior, what was, what was it meant to you? Yeah, well, the baseball and dive program has been a really big part of my college experience um, and a really important, like, team environment, too. I think that, like Emmy said, the sport is really hard, and after freshman year I sort of was experiencing, like, a decline in motivation, like personal motivation to sort of swim, um, but really, like, what kept me in the sport was, like, the team that was around me and, like, the experience of, like, swimming for a team in college. So while I sort of didn't really enjoy, like, the individual aspects of the sport as much as I had maybe in high school and club swimming, um, like, the team aspect really kept me interested in the sport and, like, really motivated me to continue every single year coming back to the team and, like, really – just training hard for those experiences, like what Hannah was talking about, like at NISCAX or at Nationals when the team environment there is so good and, like, you really feel a sense of camaraderie with the people around you because you know that you've all gone through the same experience of training really hard and, like, being together every single day and supporting each other to um, accomplish something really amazing. So that's been really special to me. And then, Hannah, you get the last word here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, like like Emmy and Yannicka said, um, being a part of the Batesman and Dive team all four years um, has been something incredibly special, um, and I will value my memories with the team forever. Um, having being a part of such of a large group of people who are all so different, um, but coming all together. Um, under, like, the same goal of, like, getting better for the team um, and doing better for each other um, was really, really incredible to be a part of. And, um, yeah, I don't know, and just, like, being bonded to everyone. It's just um, in the pool and then outside the pool deck, like, everybody is friends, like, in the pool, outside the pool, and we're all there supporting each other. Bates Swimming and Diving Head Coach Peter Casares joins us this week as well to talk about how he handled the cancellation of NCAAs and what the Bates seniors mean to the program. It was a rapid-fire week for us. It was early in that final week when um, we were thinking, okay, our championship is still on. Greensboro has, is a safe area right now. There's no cases there. The NCAA is going to go forward with some limitations. Thank goodness because we've had – you know, 12 kids that gave up their February break and have been training for the last four weeks, and they are looking great and ready to go. And we have some really big goals for this program. And my women really sat down and talked about being top 10 in the country and what that meant. Um, And in the past, we've always gone to nationals going, let's see how it goes. But this year they had intent and a vision. And then we had a freshman boy for the first time ever qualify for nationals in an individual event on his own. Um, And he was ready to explode in his 50 free and, um, and that 100 back obviously was very good that he qualified in Nathan Berry, and so I couldn't wait to see him swim. So we were super excited that 
you know, the NCA Bates College was supporting us to head out there, like, let's get this meet in, let's have it be an end of year experience that, that our kids deserve and have worked hard for, and then we get them right back to school and have them finish off just like nothing happened. Um, and we weren't even gone. I mean, they prepared, they worked hard in the pool, but they were also working really hard in the classroom to miss those five days of school, those four days of school. So they had been double timing it for weeks, um, really to prepare and, and just doing what a student athlete should. Um, and so we were really excited. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, um, these schools are going to online learning right now. Wait, these kids aren't coming back at peer institutions at all. And holy cow, you know, it was Thursday morning, and I went from, God, I can't wait to get out there and get this meet going so we can escape all this craziness, to uh, I think the NHL and the NBA just stopped their seasons. Like, what is happening? Why are we still going? Um, and then we got together Thursday afternoon because we had some very um, mixed emotions on our pool deck before practice, and some people were like, how, how can we leave? And others were like, I can't wait to go and, and, do, and swim great. I've worked so hard. Um, and we started to talk about it, and then, lo and behold, one of our seniors, Emmy Daigle, her, her watch binged, her iPhone watch, her iWatch binged, and it said March Madness was canceled. And I looked at him, and I said, well, we're canceled then, too. And uh, they went, wait, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, that's where we're headed. And um, we had tears, and we had um, relief, and we had frustration, and we had um, uh, an attempt at joy, you know, like, let's celebrate what we did and how amazing the season was. And like, we just tried and basically just said to the team, I said, you know, whatever you're feeling, you deserve to feel it right now. Um, some of you might be relieved. Some of you might be frustrated, but you know, we just have to respect what everybody's going through and let's just hang out here for the next 40 minutes or so. And, and, and then we'll, we'll reconvene and, um, see what we can do. And, you know, you've all worked hard and, you know, and so we just kind of played it by ear from there. And that's kind of how it unfolded for us. Yeah, let's talk about your three seniors who qualified for NCAAs this year, uh, starting with a captain, you know, Hannah Johnson, uh, really strong in the classroom, one of the best backstrokers in program history. What has she meant to this program over her four years? She is all about smiles and consistency. I mean, that girl, she was um, from day one a joy to have walk on our pool deck, um, just ready to work hard never afraid of anything. I'd tell her she's swimming a 400 I am, and she'd be like, okay, with a smile. And, I, you know, most people I'm prepared to fight me on that one. Um, and it was whatever the team needed, and um, it was great. Um, she qualified for nationals her freshman year. She went B cuts her sophomore year. Uh, she went abroad junior year and worked her tail off um, and became our top backstroker in the 200 backstroke um, with one of uh, the few girls that got a B cut her junior year after going abroad. So you could tell how dedicated she was to her, the team. Um, and she was never afraid to work hard and, and do what the team needed and, and be prepared to, to help us. And so between her attitude and her um, talent and her work ethic, she was just a phenomenal leader for us all four years. And then Emmy Daigle, uh, one of the best uh, breaststrokers in program history there, entered this year tied second in program history in the 50-yard breaststroke. I mean, what can you say about what she's done? Because she really emerged junior year as one of your strongest swimmers and kept that up this season. Yeah, she actually broke our school record in the 50 breast this year. So she is the fastest in history of the program. And Daigle, it's just, man, she came to Bates, and we were ready to work hard to land this 107 breaststroker. Even though we had a 103 on the team, I'm like, I need some – depth in that event. Uh, we had a 103, 104 on the team. I'm like, we need some depth. Emmy's really important. Let's really work hard. She came out for an accepted student's day and said, 
oh, I'm coming. And I was like, wait, you're coming? Like, she's like, yep, I already decided. I'm like, you haven't even seen this place. And she said, I know, this is just the right place for me. And I've already sent in my deposit. And I went, you know, thank goodness. And so we got this, um, you know, kind of um, straight shooting. She's a math, you know, you know, like science-oriented, you know, female who just wants to get, you know, to the end of the equation and get things right and move on. And she took that kind of mentality in making her college decision, and she took it to the pool, like, hey, I need to do these workouts, I'll do them. I need to lift these weights, I'll do them. Mike Seltzer says, do this, I'll do it. Vanessa says, this is how I should do it. Yep, I got it. And she struggled because it was hard to do all that. Um, And um, she had ups and downs, but she figured things out. And she just had this mind that would be like, yep, I can find a solution, I can do it, and did that. And then all of a sudden, you know, she just developed and developed. And and then here she is, her junior year, swimming lifetime best on our medley relays at the national meet, um, just so reliable and just someone I had nothing to worry about. There was no like ups and downs. It was just steady Emmy and just like, I will get the job done and it will be hard. And I might have some ups and downs throughout workouts, but when it comes time to race, I am there and I'm ready. And she did it. And then she took it into her senior year. Um, and her senior year was probably one of the most important senior years we've had in, in program history because she had this hot shot freshman show up that just ran the tables all first semester in those dual meets. And she was our top breaststroker in Abby Gibbons, and she would win races, and she'd be the fastest split. And Emmy just kept plodding along and, and didn't let it um, affect her, and it didn't become a rivalry on the team with this freshman versus the senior. It became Emmy getting really excited for her. And that took a huge load off Abby's shoulders, like, okay, I've got the support of the senior who went to nationals and is our best breaststroker. Um, and the two of them decided they were going to be a force to be reckoned with. And the next thing you know, we're heading to nationals with two breaststrokers this year, a freshman and a senior. And it was because Emmy was not selfish and not territorial. She was a total team player, and she trusted in herself and her work. And it came through with a lifetime best um, swim in all of her swims at senior NESCACs and also a school record and an invite to nationals. So she got everything she could have asked for, plus made us better as a program. I mean, I cannot believe how important that was to me. Yannicka Ho, with her performances over the years, from day one, she was impact swimmer, right? I mean, as a first year, uh, uh, qualified for NCAA, qualified each year, um, was going back again this season. The list of her top ten performances in school history is pretty long on the website. So what can you say about what she's done? Yeah, I mean – Yannicka is an extremely talented swimmer, and she came in freshman year and got invited to nationals with top 10 time in the 100 fly, um, an invite in the 50 free, um, a tremendous 200 IM. She was a major player in all of our relays, and she just took off from there and just became this very consistent national-level athlete for us. Um, And so to have her on relays all four years, um, to know that she um, always could rise to the occasion at nationals. I mean, she might have had some ups and downs throughout her years um, with some dual meets or some um, semesters uh, where school was really tough and, and, and some things came up. Um, but when it came time to swim fast, uh, whether it was against Bowdoin or it was at NESCAX, um, she was there. And then I always knew, and so with Vanessa, that she would be even better at nationals. She would do whatever it took for her teammates. Um, and she found herself kind of evolve from um, an individual kind of role player where she could do things individually and win races to this tremendous relay 
um, teammate. And she was just great to have on our relays because she was this calm, confident um, woman that would uh, allow the other three women on the relay with her to really believe that they could do something special. And it just shows up with all those uh, All-Americans that she racked up. And I just, you know, for someone like her who may have been right up there with the All-Times, um, in Bates College history with All-American certificates and recognition, it kind of stunk to have those, um, you know, those four relays that she was on, not a chance to swim at at nationals because all of them would have scored. She was ready to go and her teammates were too. And then she was also qualified again in the 100 fly, which she hadn't done since freshman year. So it was just phenomenal to kind of go full circle with that where she got back to that individual recognition and continued to be a relay pl- player for us that, that made us better. And, you know, the one common denominator among the three seniors we just discussed, their success in the classroom is remarkable. I mean, they're all academic pretty much every single year. Uh, what can you say about the, how they embody – I mean, that kind of embodies the ideal recruit, right, someone who can, you know, do it in the pool and in the classroom like they did. Yeah, you know, and thank you for bringing that up because that, you know, I mean, we always talk to our athletes about, you know, the other 22 hours. I mean, we get to see them two hours a day every day, and we are blessed that, you know, there's no other adult or, or support network on campus that knows athletes as well as we do. Um, but what really matters is what happens those other 22 hours when you're looking at a NESCAC athlete. I mean, our seasons are short, and our practices are just a small part of the, of the day that they have to have. Um, and those three women, my gosh, I mean, they were leaders in the classroom, and their professors um, would always talk to me about how amazing they were doing and the things that they were doing. Um, and there were spotlights on their academic successes, and there was presentations and, and just amazing stuff that I got to witness out of them. So they just were role models for this team. I mean, here we are going fast, going lifetime best my senior year, and, you know, putting together an amazing thesis and an amazing run academically. And you know, this year when we got our um, GPAs from first semester, we were, you know, a team that was ranked um, 13th in the country for the women and 24th for the men, and we had our two best GPAs ever in the history of my time here with the, with the women at 3.4 and the men at 3.39. Um, and so I couldn't believe the GPAs we were putting up plus the success we were having in the pool. And, I, you know, as you said, probably trickles down from the top and it's those leaders that are doing it and getting it done and giving other people the belief that they can do it too. So from a program perspective, I mean, what's next for you kind of from a head coaching perspective? Um, because you did have so many women going this year, um, being unable to go. I mean, what, what kind of advice are you giving some of the returnees uh, kind of going forward? Well, we're in the cherish the moment, you know, never, never take anything for granted type of mentality right now. Like it, you got to work hard and, and enjoy those moments when you can. I mean, we were really lucky to um, not be saving our entire um, season for nationals. I mean, we had a phenomenal NESCAC meet with our men getting their highest finish and our women um, coming out with awards and accolades and the most women ever qualified for the meet. So we had that moment of celebration and, 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 and fun and team glory. And um, I think now it's, you know, now it's like, okay, let's, let's make sure that we understand that at any given moment, you know, things can be taken from you. And I think, you know, that group of women and, and, and Nathan Barry really, really experienced that so they can speak to the importance of it every single day. I mean, for me right now with the team, I am just uh, trying to allow them the time and the space to adjust to their new normal. Um, 
I know moving out of here in three, four short days was tough. Saying goodbye without um, those three to four weeks that they were expecting uh, was tough. Uh, heading back home into a, a new normal is, is really tough. And then remote learning started last week. So I kind of just, you know, as I tackled it myself with my family um, and my kids, knew that they probably needed some space and they didn't need a swim coach when the season was over to be uh, demanding a lot of this and that from them. So we're kind of easing back into it now. And I'm going to talk with them this afternoon and see how people are and see if there is stuff they need and, and kind of figure out the direction we need to go if we do need to go anything or if we just need to continue to support them and tell them they're doing a great job and they got this. And you know our thoughts on the senior class as a whole? Obviously, there's six of them. Monica Sears, Emily Erin Stone, and, and Amy Duran had huge roles on the, team as well, on the team as well throughout their careers, right? Yeah. I mean, it was uh, a phenomenal class that did so much over their four years here and experienced um, bait swimming and diving at its best. I mean, we, we, they came in as Sarah DeHara was leaving. Um, they mm-hmm. maintained that torch that she created and passed on um, beautifully, we, um, we jumped up in conference spots over their four years. Um, we sent more women off to nationals. We broke school records. We got great grades. I mean, this group really experienced everything, and it was all of them together, um, whether it was Emily Arard Stone telling the group that this team was everything to her or, you know, uh, Amy Duran going all lifetime best as a senior um, and a captain of the team. Uh, it just didn't matter. Like this group, all all six of them knew what it was. And then on our men's side, um, we had guys that um, got to see the best of the best in Riley Ewing and Teddy Pender, and and just you know listen to them and Jonathan Depew listened to them and um, heard about the stories of years before them and said we want to be like that and we can do this. And they they took this program to a fourth place finish. So um, it was a really um, successful experience for the entire senior class in terms of knowing that, you know, we came in here and when we left, the team was as good, if not better. Um, and they can really be sure of that. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll chat with our track and field seniors who qualify for NCAAs, plus head coaches Jay Hartshorn and Al Farashidian. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, Bates, my